0: we are listening to the number one Oilers podcast, Handkerchief Dynasty. Two minutes for interference.
1: i sound good at this distance oh yeah you sound real good you sound real good well i'm going for more of a comfortable setup now something i'm gonna try usually i sit in a very uncomfortable chair for the podcast are we on episode 77 bro uh
0: yeah i think we might be 77. crazy
1: 77 oscar cleft the oscar cleft palm episode but also the 77 episode.
0: Also the uh, Tom Gilbert episode, I think
1: that's true. Tom Gilbert, the Tom Gilbert episode was, um, a failed pilot script. I don't think that ever, they ever actually filmed it. They like got into precasting.
0: Yeah.
1: And when Tom Gilbert demanded to play himself, (laughs) the the whole project went off the rails.
0: You're talking about, you're talking about the Tom Gilbert show.
1: No, that, that was, that's, that's a different show that came a little later.
0: Oh, that's when he tried his hand at like late night, like a talk
1: show sort of deal. Yeah, it was like a variety show. It yeah. was like a, it was like a open mic with Mike Bullard, but uh, but good. Yeah. Surprised it didn't last that long, though. You know,
0: I had high hopes for Tom Gilbert. I like Yeah, I like the cut of his jib, as you would say. I like the cut of his jib and I was sad to see it all go south the way it did.
1: Oh, Gilbert had jib, man.
0: Yeah, like he really he, did. it was
1: really weird though. He like had the jib you wanted, yet it's like somehow people didn't like his jib. Like I think we were in the yeah, minority yeah. on the evaluation of Tom Gilbert's jib.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. He went to Montreal, didn't he? He I did. Kinda, he did. And then I kind of lost track of him. He might have gone. I think he played on the Rangers for a little bit too.
1: You know, that was right around the time I became the secret professor. Um yeah. And I think right around the t- same time you became the high priest of Order's magic, like our. Our namesakes are very tied, very bound up in the Tom era.
0: Well, I became recognized as the high priest, but I've been high priest. Of course, I mean, I've been high priest since the day I was born.
1: Since birth, like the like the Dalai Lama, it's like they came and they showed you, they showed your family some artifacts, and you were just like, "That's my etch a sketch, <laughs> and that's yeah. my uh, dart set or whatever." I wanted to ask you, high priest, actually. I mean, because this is the thing here, so. Welcome everyone to the show. We're, we're glad to have you. Lovely, lovely to see see you all. Um, and we got a long period of summer ahead here. This I mean, is our this the is tech our like, I feel like this should be this should be our what's your plan for summer break episode? You know. This is and our then, summer stock season. Summer stock. So- and Then we start the summer stock season. Um, Handkerchief dynasty in the park. You know, we adapt <laughs> taming of the shrew. Who are you gonna play in taming of the shrew? The shrew, of course. Kate. No, you actually, no. you actually get kind of are very like a, a Kate. Isn't if there you were an a actual, woman? You'd be in the Kate category.
0: Isn't there an actual? It's that, that movie's not about a shrew.
1: Though well, a shrew means like a bitch. It's actually like an extremely misogynistic theme. I see. Probably Shakespeare's most misogynistic turn. You know. Really. I once saw a production of that. It's, it's like, like the, the it's where. Like, it's like where the, crash the, the woman, the Shakespeare. That, well, I mean, yeah, but that's where it reaches its zenith. Um, I once saw a production of Taming of the Shrew at the Citadel Theater where, like, the main, like, the shrew had, like, some sort of illness or something and couldn't perform. So, and there, like, wasn't even an understudy. So it was, like, a woman, like, holding a script performing the whole, the whole play. It was really, like, <laughs> it was really, and they, they explained it all before the book and everything. <laughs> Deep down, like, in my heart of hearts, in my heart of hearts, I was just like, like, this is a horrible situation, obviously, but, like, there's no way you shouldn't have just canceled this. I mean, obviously... So... I, l- I think they did it for the cast and stuff because they put so much work into it, but it was just, like, you can't watch a play mm. where one of the characters is reading from the script. It's no. Just, it's, not, it's not a play. It's like, it's like having a hockey team where you don't have proper goaltending. It's just not a hockey team, you know?
0: That's almost as though, like, I, I feel the expression, the show must go on, has allowed for a lot of these things like you saw it's allowed a lot of things like that to occur because someone's just like, the show must go on. And then it's like, yeah, but, but we have a woman reading a script and then somebody's like, yeah, but you know what they say, the show must go on. And yeah, I but it completely like, shatters the like, illusion.
1: Like, yeah, the audience is like, nice to know they're watching a play the whole time.
0: I know. Anyway. But the
1: show must go on.
0: And then everybody's is, like, he's use... right, he's right. The show must go on. Like, he's got a point. And it's like... I think...
1: Yeah, you're stum- you're stumbled on a key aspect of groupthink, which is which is people saying extremely dumb, but commonly known <laughs> phrases and then a bunch of idiots going. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, you know? it's the same thing, especially
0: with like, I'd say, especially the show must go on is like it's like that might be the the ultimate um, example of expressions like that. Like it's it's so irrefutable because you're hearing it in a setting. Like it's
1: like <laughs> it's very contextualized, yeah. It's yes, very and it feels very real. You're talking yes. about a specific show yes. and a group of people who are, who who want to put it on. Yes. Yeah, that's very that's a very good point.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I feel like we should catalog more of these because that is a key element in groupthink, and yeah. it yeah. certainly applies to the Oilers as well. I'm sure. You know, like what's 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 an Oilers phrase that just gets bandied about like that? You think?
0: Uh, how about uh... Upper echelon team. That's a good one. That's upper
1: upper echelon team. That's a good one. Yeah, I like upper echelon.
0: The the ones to compete every night. I don't know. I don't really know. That's a poor example of what you're asking for.
1: Well, the thing is, like all of sports is that. That's like all it's made up. So it's kind of invisibly. Like it's hard to like pick one out because the entire thing is a tapestry of like cliches. Yeah. You know, play hard. Come, come prepared. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't show up. Well, what yeah. happened? Well, you didn't show up. Well, what happened? Well, they didn't show up. Well, what happened? They that's show a good up. one.
0: That's a good one. Actually, that's a really good one. I was thinking about that the oh, other God. day. How, uh, <laughs> when a player says that, like the question can be, "Why didn't you guys show up?" And an acceptable answer to that question is, "We just didn't show up."
1: Or we don't know why we didn't show up. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like you're you're passing you're uh, passing the cliches back and the empty hollow. Yeah. Like that's, that's really the world we're living in now in, in this so-called late stage capitalism, just passing around hollow phrases without any meaning to the point where it's the whole, the whole interaction is just nothing but like a depressing <laughs> symphony of like futility, you know, it's like, yeah. why are the, why the fuck are we even talking if all we can say is like, uh, you know, you gotta be ready when they drop the puck or whatever the fuck, like anything, the whole, the whole thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh my God, bro. My God. Yeah.
0: So I got a question for you, actually, because I realized that um, talking to you that you're, you know, you're living in a city where a team is in the mix in the middle of a playoff run.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. But I've kind of taken my foot off the gas following them. Well, to be honest. I mean, not for no, one, no. it's not like it's exactly the same as normal life because I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm not, you're not, you're not going out to bars or anything like that. Yeah, like right. a little bit to talk about with friends that are Vancouver fans. But,
0: um, but I they're... also stopped
1: watching. Like I didn't watch the first game against St. Louis. I Because I, I realized part of me realized, oh, if I get if I get excited about this team, there's another chance I'm just going to get heartbroken again. So I like immediately kind of took a step back. But I'll probably mm-hmm. watch uh, that game starting to pretty quick. I was watching the Boston-Tampa game today. You watching Boston-Tampa?
0: I watched a little bit, little bit, little bit of it today, and I think I'm oh. going to try to watch a little bit of this uh,
1: Canucks. Check it out. Vancouver's up one nothing. Are you PBRing it?
0: No, I'm not. Uh, go ahead right. though.
1: I'm not a Vancouver.
0: So is there like a is there like a Canucks magic in the air? Though, is it something you can sense? Can you? They're taste playing it?
1: well. I mean, the thing it, it kind of got like the the Canucks created a magical. um, uh like uh a magical kind of like wall like a wind wall around them you know like in that game Magic the Gathering which I never actually played so I can't actually cite what what it's called in that but it got dissipated by a, a magical amulet that the Vegas Golden Knights brought to game one yeah they but, just like shat yeah. on them
0: but that was their first game like now the Canucks know how Vegas rolls like that's always the way in the first game of a series is like both both teams are like sniffing each other's asses you know and then sometimes like one of the teams will, like, punch another team in the face. And then it's like, whoa, my gosh, team's big. And then in the next game, um, you have to, like, adjust accordingly, right? First game is first game. The Canucks are going to, like, bring it, I expect. They're up one nothing.
1: Yeah, they sure are, bro. They sure are.
0: So, yeah, because I'm just so used to this time of year when the Oilers aren't in the playoffs and the playoffs is going on it's like it's like the saddest state i get into the entire year you know
1: and i'm just like
0: watching hockey completely unnecessarily like everyone just wants me to stop i'm like i'm just gonna go i'm just gonna go like watch i'm gonna set my phone up on my belly and watch like a period or two of this i hope you all understand and they're like yeah but like why are you doing that like why you should do something else like you're not, uh, you're not in this anymore, you know. And I'm like, oh, it's the playoffs. Like, I'm just gonna catch a couple of periods, <laughs>
1: just a couple of periods. Oh, uh, it's the playoffs, the playoffs. Yeah, but like, you can even see you can, you, they hear it in your voice that even you want to stop. Like, yes. that's why I took oh my a break. Oh gosh, I want to I had so to so take much. a break because, you know, quite frankly, it was just like, oh, there's like other parts to life too. It was like I really felt that this last weekend. There were definitely like hockey seems pretty trivial when like I think about. The big questions in life, you know. Right. Yeah, so. for me,
0: like not so much. Like I still like I'll watch if there was. I don't know. Like it's just I guess my obligation to watch meaningless hockey is amplified when the Oilers aren't in it, and people are like, "But like my nobody really understands." And I'm is that just me, your more, nature, or me more is than anyone me? wants to stop watching it, but I just like I can't, and it's so sad. Mm. it's so mm. sad because the whole time i'm watching it i'm just thinking like well i wish i wish like i was part of this like i wish the weather was right that's all i think, I think they like, have over hockey. and over again
1: yeah i think they have hockey detox clinics in uh in the in Czechia. yeah
0: i should Maybe go i should go yeah to one of those.
1: they just give you like a steady diet like well they the yeah it's very very slow tan like ramping down what do they call it they wean you off stuff they I'm wean gonna, you off the hockey
0: i need to be ramped down
1: they start off by showing like a whole bunch of like really shitty 90s hockey with like no ah, sport. But, but I'd like cables. even
0: I'd even watch that and I'd be like, Yeah, this is great. I oh, you say, <laughs> <laughs> you say
1: it now. You say it. You say you'd like it now. No, <laughs> I
0: think I would. I think that's the problem.
1: <sighs> no. Yeah, I don't All know. Right, here's here's a question for you. High Priest of Oilers Magic. Do you believe in God? Because like I remember when the Oilers were still in it. You and I were were performing all kinds of rituals, doing everything we could to try and get them yeah. to like play a little bit better. You remember that?
0: The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you.
1: Yes. Like yeah yeah. So, but I but I imagine you have a much more nuanced spirituality. It's the summertime, me? so now you know we got time to talk. Now we Are got time Are you asking to find, me if like, the
0: Oilers shook my faith and
1: Oilers magic?
0: Is that what you're asking me?
1: <laughs> uh, No, but that's another interesting question. Why don't you answer that?
0: If the it oil faith? is... Yeah, a little bit. But, I mean, that doesn't matter. That's what a faith little, is all A little about.
1: shake of the faith. I mean, if faith can't be shaken, what is it? Yeah, you know, then you, then you don't have it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what they call it faith. you got to hold on to it, and then it gets shaky. Yeah. And then it gets shaken some more. And then you're Sorry, your original
0: question, were you asking if I believed in God? Was that the I original so. question?
1: I suppose it was. Yeah. <sighs>
0: you're really putting me on the spot here.
1: No shit. You believe in a higher <laughs> existence of some form that is shall remain nameless and incomprehensible. And
0: right? I don't know. Do I? Do I? I'm not sure.
1: What about That's... James Brown? Oh, the godfather, godfather of, soul. of soul? Yeah yeah i believe in james brown yes all right well then then we we can we can keep going oh, oh man show. james brown was one
0: unreal unreal i actually saw james brown in concert at northlands coliseum
1: i remember that time he was in edmonton yeah,
0: yeah it was incredible
1: i bet it was fucking great yeah
0: yeah
1: i didn't know him back then but yeah. i bet it was
0: great it was pretty much the last time i danced in public i think officially.
1: I mean, so how could you ever dance after that? I mean, nothing else would compare.
0: Yeah, or before. Me, I couldn't dance before or after, but or that night even, but I did actually dance. I was compelled. I was moved. I was in a state Shouldn't of, uh, yeah.
1: You were in a trance.
0: I, I was in a trance.
1: That's what the Godfather of Soul does. Yeah. Like yeah. I figure once we've reached the astral plane, James Brown will be, considered one of the prominent figures in history you know it'll be like you get up there and it'll be like the sphinx mount rushmore and then just like a a statue of james brown that's like five times bigger than them both you know
0: so what do you think about like um um do you think mike smith is going to come back one more trip around the sun well
1: they floated they put that floater out there you know
0: i don't see what's the big what if he just plays like regular backup
1: like i mean i'm If they sign him for, like, league minimum for another year, like, whatever. I mean, that's probably because they don't see another solid option. Yeah. And, like, they're just like, well, I mean, the question is, for me, do you think Miko plays better when he's the bona fide number one or when he's battling for number, for, like, 1A, 1B?
0: Well, the thing about goaltending is, like, when you become a goaltender, it's not part of the job to have this other guy on your ass all the time trying to steal your job. Like that's an unnatural position for a goalie to be in. It's not what you I signed up for. thought that was the
1: natural for. position of all goaltending talents <laughs> in the NHL.
0: No, but I. But what I'm saying. Well, the potential
1: say, is always there, though.
0: But when you start playing goalie when you're a kid, you're not. You don't learn how to play. They're not always like. And remember, the whole time you're doing this, there's going to be another guy in your team who wants your job. So <laughs> you, you're also well. going to have to deal with that. Like so, it's an unnatural position to be in. And I think mm-hmm. like any goalie think, Wh- think whether should... or not whether or not there's a tandem in the end i think any goalie shouldn't be you can't think of a goalie if they would play better not playing as many games like that's not the way to evaluate goaltending you can't evaluate a goaltender in a tandem situation
1: do you so... think we should start instituting a system in like major junior where <laughs> the goaltenders are forced to deal with it like you know there's like a there's like a system where it's like okay well we got two goalies and they got to battle it out and like oh you lost the job to so and so henry uh oh, yeah. you know yes there i be, think there's like 14 year old kids with like the world crushing their brains and weighing wow. down as they like try and hold yes. on to the number one spot
0: yeah every team should have like seven goalies on the roster and those goalies are constantly in this like sidebar game throughout the season determining like who gets starts and who so you can follow. You can either follow like the team, the hockey team, or there's also fans of just like the goalies, and like all they care about is like uh, which, what's going on in like the goalies game on each team. Which of the seven goalies currently has the spot? I think they should. I think they should. They should uh, incorporate that into our our junior game.
1: Absolutely. What if possible. we just like take the kids? We'll take the kids from their families and just institute like a 24 hour a day regime yeah. from like age four. Where that's like, you know, it's like uh, the Cuban boxing program or whatever. And like, you know, well, like we just build, we build, we build like these like hockey supermen, you know, just goalies. Yeah, but just goalies. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Great like, idea. They don't, like, they don't even have to speak, speak English or like speak, you know, they'll be like the guy they in don't who just like grunts in his armor. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, we should yeah. definitely do that.
1: And then they never, they wouldn't even have to interview him. That would be a great, a great benefit because goalie interviews are usually not that good unless you're talking to like Breeze Love, and then it's the greatest thing ever of all time.
0: Marc Andre Fleury gives great interviews. Does he? Oh, yeah. That guy's great. I'm a huge Marc Andre Fleury fan. You know, I've been the. You want to do others trade for him? Yeah, but they can't. But I was just going to say that, that idea, when I saw that, this week, I was like, "Oh, that's nice." Like, it was something nice for me to think about. Like, I imagine how awesome that would be if Mark Andre Fleury, because I really like that guy. I think he's like, he's got a. I really like his attitude. Like, yeah, I like. like uh, I like more them. than most people. I think I like Mark Andre Fleury's kind of his outlook on life is. Uh, it's very in line with how I like to think of things.
1: Seven million for two years, though. They like Can't, even can't afford really... it.
0: Can't afford yeah. it. It's not gonna
1: happen. I mean, here we are, we're talking about... I mean, I think the reason they signed Mike Smith for a one-year deal is because it's like, well, fuck, like, the fucking salary cap is fucking frozen for fuck's sake. So, like, what the fuck else are we supposed to do other than, like, this way, at least we're saving, like, a million... We're spending a million less than we were spending last year. Or, like, yeah. maybe even a little more with the bonuses, so... Just Mike Smith up. is probably just like, well, fuck you, like, I'm still good. I'll I'll, I'll show you. Unless another team is going to sign in for, like, a 1.1. 1. 1. Do
0: you think Mike Smith is, like... he's like constantly like proving himself or do you think like he doesn't even like he doesn't seem confrontational like that you know even mike smith is a weird dude
1: i don't think he's confrontational i think he's more just like um like wild like yes probably but i also think when when he's playing bad he's but he he never
0: really played bad there was like honestly like six games the entire year that you could pin on goaltending
1: no, it's true. So I think he's fine. I mean, like I'm, I'm, I've been behind Mike Smith pretty much the whole year. So
0: you have. Yeah, I'm some behind both can,
1: the goalies. Like I love, you
0: some know, people that I love it. I know you love. So girls. I mean,
1: in a way, in a way, just if if we were to to pencil Mike Smith in at a nice low number and just go forward with like, because then our goaltending is like what 5.5 million combined or thereabouts. Like that's not a big deal. And then I, I, you, what I really am interested to see is like re-signing Ethan Bear.
0: Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do you think we have good goalies?
1: I think we have, like, uh, pretty good goalies, I would say. I'd put a qualifier on it. Like, you know, I think uh, I think Mike Smith has another decent year in him, maybe playing fewer games. And I think Miko has is, has is a solid goalie, like middle of the pack, basically, I would almost say, in the league. But I also yeah. think he still has more upside. Like, I think... He's one of those guys that by the time he's, you know, like into his 30s. Like how old is Miko right now? I think he's like 28 or something.
0: No, he's older. He's an older goalie. That's the thing on Miko is he's older as well. Pretty sure.
1: Uh, I feel like he gets a little better every year, though. Yeah, I guess is my sense. Like, what about you? Do you think we have good goaltending?
0: I don't know. I'm not sure. I find myself, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure either. I, I, it feels like we haven't had like a clear cut number one goalie in way too long. That's how I feel about it.
1: Like it's not been since, way. Uh, not since dubnick and he's uh, yeah, a but Dubnik this year.
0: sucked when he played for us, though. He stunk. Like we got rid of him. He was part of a whole goalie like trifecta we had running there with like a bunch of dudes, and he stunk. Only, only
1: at the beginning, though. Well, he eventually no. he he emerged to be the number one.
0: Yeah, but then he stunk, and then we got rid of him. Like, it just wasn't happening here, and then he went to Minnesota. So it wasn't him. It
1: was the whole team that stunk.
0: I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, of course. Um, that's what I'm saying. But, like, he also stunk. You know what I mean? Like, he was part of the stench. I'm not going to separate him from, like, everybody stunk, including Dubnik. And then they traded him, and he went to Minnesota and immediately won the Vesna Trophy. So, in in hindsight, sure, maybe he was oh, Yeah, Miko's 32. Goalie. Yeah. So I don't know. It feels like we haven't had a clear-cut starting goalie for, like, way too long. And you look at a team like Philadelphia where they get a guy, like Carter Hart, who's clearly, like, born to be playing goal. Like, it's insane oh, watching that like
1: game. Oh. Yeah.
0: And wouldn't it be nice if we had that?
1: Sure, man. Well, like, who doesn't want to pine after all of the good things in life at times? And wishes yeah. we had uh, well, things, like a, things like a bonafide, clear-cut number one goalie. <laughs> well, <that's
0: laughs> like, who I'm doesn't saying. want that? Well, that's and, I mean, saying.
1: the closest thing we have right now is Miko, and I think I think he can still be that. But we need, I mean, you know, we need some fucking prospect to just come the fuck out of nowhere. Because
0: let me uh, let me say, I think also we, we might be kind of stuck with those guys. Is how I also sort of feel. I think we In might. In the
1: same be, way, I think a lot of teams are going to be stuck with a lot of guys too. Yeah. Don't you think? Yes, I do think that.
0: But I think we might be stuck with those guys, so it's kind of like a
1: like-it-or-lump-it situation. Like-it-or-lump-it, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and what's the season? Did you read, like, it's going to be like, did you read that weird thing? It was like... like it was gonna Hubs,
1: be Eight Hub Cities? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty weird, I'm... I feel like that's probably just the plan they're tabling right now with the information situation as it stands right now. But I, I, I honestly would be surprised if the situation doesn't improve a little bit the next little. Really? That's, I, I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. I'm probably crazy. You know, don't get that's me wrong. That's very like optimistic. Very asking, like not really doing anything, not going out much. That's very but optimistic. I, well.
0: Ah. Uh, but I mean, I don't, I don't want right, to sound like...
1: conspiratorial but I think the only the only reason I think that might not be the case is is like there's just too much there's too much opportunity for profiteering in a situation like this, you know? It's like I don't know what I don't know. It's a crazy time. It's a crazy time. But it's been what like 6 months now of like probably every scientist in the world focused on like one problem.
0: I hope not. I hope there's still people doing those studies that are like, like uh, ladies don't like men with cats. Like, <laughs> I hope scientists well, are yeah. Still I hope still. I hope those
1: are still going on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What do you think they should resign Ethan Bear for? Like, what do you think it would be like? What's the range and like, what's the like you who yay number and what's the like hmm number?
0: Well, I'm not very good at this because, as you know, I'm <laughs> scared of numbers.
1: It's true. That's why, but you know. It's the summer. This is like number summer school. It's like the only way. (laughs) The only way to get better with numbers, you take just the math class.
0: Yeah. Okay. I would say, what about three years? Three Uh years. um, 10.5.
1: 10.5.
0: Yeah. 10.5 million over three years.
1: Oh, over three years. So divided by three. Yeah. So what is that? Uh, it would be, be, you know, be
0: four point, f- no?
1: It'd
0: be three point something a year, like 3.3. Three 3.75. That's three a nice three. number. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah that would be great. Three
0: that'd
1: years, 3.75. Part of me wonders if if I can might... convince him to sign for like 1.5 for like one year or two for one year, yeah. just to like, just because this the like, He's gonna get more when the salary cap is higher, probably, and he's still a young player. Oh, yeah. it's a Bit of a gamble. Yeah, but
0: maybe. Like,
1: I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't say to himself, okay, well, maybe I'll make one or two, one point five or two this year, and then be able to lock up for like four point five or like five if he has a, a really strong year next year.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, this was his first year. You know what I mean? Like he's still, he's still a
1: rookie. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah, I mean, he had games two years ago, but it was his first. I mean, it was yeah, I, right. In terms of his like the the games played and his impact, like he's he's a bona fide NHLer. So yeah, it's, yes. it was his first yeah, year yeah. really this year.
0: I don't know. I'd say like yeah, three point seven five a year
1: for three years. For
0: three years. So that he's like we got him for three years, because I think that's also like a that's like a, a fair, you know, that's like giving him three point seven five for next year as well
1: yeah yeah
0: but I think also that he, I think he's kind of worth 3.75 from what I've seen, like he's, he's, he's got it, you know. there's no reason I can think of where it's not going to be a great a great move.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Well, like 3.75 for a guy who, who's playing in your top four and, and can play against really tough competition and and play yeah. well yeah
0: you know, like he's, and he's not like a little dink, like he shows up. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't really a problem. Like, Ethan Bear was th- always there to play.
1: Ethan Bear was always there. Did you notice the. the he Pittsburgh- didn't. He doesn't Toronto? have that.
0: W- Sorry, what?
1: I was going to ask you about the Pittsburgh Toronto trade, but finish your thought on Ethan Bear.
0: Oh, no. It, it would have just resulted in, like, <laughs> me <laughs> me just, like, spewing rage for, like, two or three minutes. Let's talk about okay. something else.
1: Yeah. Did you see the Toronto trade? They traded the the tastily named Kapanen. Kasperi Kapanen? A brand of Cocoa, Swiss Cocoa, I believe.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. For who? To Pittsburgh for who?
1: I don't know, like a their fifteenth overall pick and a prospect and a couple of throw ins, but like everyone was saying Toronto won the trade because of the first because of the pick and because of the assets involved. But I was interested to see that a trade already started like like that a trade happened. And I'm wondering how many trades we might even see while the playoffs are still going on, because you don't really see like, it's funny, because I, I think I think I was thinking about it the day before. I was like, you know, probably not going to see any trades before the playoffs are done. But sometimes there's, like, small ones. This is actually a pretty big one.
0: Yeah, I have no idea. Like, obviously, the whole, like, universe of hockey is, is on its head right now. So, like, everything we once knew about how hockey happens has been completely thrown out the window. So, who knows? Yeah.
1: I wonder, like, like imagine this, okay? So, Uncle Kenny is is, you know, he's not in the office, you know, he's he's doing his GM thing probably mostly from home, I would imagine. Um, but he's still he's still Kenny Holland, so he's like obsessed with the management of the hockey team and the procurement of players and and all all these things, so. Plus, he knows like fucking everyone in the hockey world. So do you figure he's just on the phone like like even like 30 to 40 percent more than he would normally be as the general manager? Because, you know, there's no there's no he doesn't have to go to tournaments. There's no players to watch playing. It's like maybe he's just like literally on Zoom and Skype and on his cell, (laughs) like all the fucking to all like. wouldn't How could he not be? How could he not be on the phone talking trade stuff like all the time right now? It's like
0: that movie. Did you ever see
1: that movie
0: *Cosmopolis*? That Cronenberg movie where the guys with,
1: like uh, with yeah, no, Robert, I never did. I know the one. Robert
0: you. Pattinson. He's in his limousine like 24 hours a day.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like
0: that's what Kenny Holland is like on Zoom right now. He's just like. In but with Zoom. like,
1: he's wearing a golf shirt though, and he's not Robert Pattinson.
0: No, he's Kenny Holland.
1: Yeah, he's Kenny Holland. He's like uh, Daniel Craig, basically. I think we decided that's who Kenny Holland would be. Who that's who would play him.
0: No, I. I mean, that's what you decided, but I think I had someone, someone
1: else in mind. Harrison Ford.
0: It might have been Dean Jones, the old actor Dean Jones. Is that guy's still alive. He was like in a bunch of Disney movies in the Can 60s.
1: Can we check on that? Can we check on that, everybody?
0: Dean Jones, star of Herbie. Um, he was the bad guy in the movie Beethoven with, uh, <laughs> with Charles Grodin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, I, I feel like Uncle Kenny's gonna be gonna be pulling something. Like, I mean, who do you think is the? I mean, like we have you haven't really you haven't really come out and said who you think is on the top of the trade bait or the trade block of? Oh, is it now? Like, if we were in NHL, EA Sports NHL, yeah, and you had to put uh, two or three players in the trade block yeah, slot, right, right, right. who would it be?
0: Yeah. Um, Larson, I'd put in there. I would put in. You know what? That's going to be. I can't even believe I'm saying it, but I might put Jujar in there. And.
1: I don't know. Russell, maybe? Russell? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Sure. I, I
0: don't Cass- know. I'd Cassian love... might be on mine. Maybe to be Cassian? Honest, That's,
1: a good yeah. one. Cass- That's a good choice. It might be on mine. Um, Jujar, I think something... Jujar wouldn't have a problem putting on there, although I love Jujar.
0: Me too. I love him. But I just but like, might. I'd be curious, just to get the ball rolling, you know.
1: Well, like who could who could you like, get for a Larson plus Cassian plus Jujar? I mean, if I'm someone was sure. going to take, well, Larson, to take all of
0: yeah, Larson is damaged goods, is the thing. Like his back, like like anybody who's who, any like anybody who's.
1: I mean, they just do medicals though. Like I'm, that's how they. Well, they just
0: know, but his back is messed up. So like every GM knows that Larson has back and. He, play his game. Like he's not the Larson that that you think you're getting. You know, like well, that's yeah, that's what so I mean. To maybe us.
1: so. Maybe we shouldn't even think. Put it, maybe he shouldn't even be on the trading block because we just know yeah, he's I mean, probably like you know. I still, you know, and I'm still a Larson guy. I think yeah, he's a great I player. I don't know. I
0: don't know. I mean, sure. I mean, we all
1: injuries. Injuries don't lesser the someone being a good player. I mean, in, in a weird way, it well, does actually, actually, bias, they, but
0: yeah, actually, they do. I mean, if you, if you have chronic injuries all the time and you're playing with them, you probably play much, much worse.
1: I wouldn't really say he said chronic Yeah, he's injuries. got a
0: bad back. Like he said, a bad back is like you can't really fix a stop bad back. Stop saying bad like, back.
1: <laughs> Please, just stop. <laughs> <laughs> back, 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 back.
0: He has. Returning like animals. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's rough, yeah, I know what you it's mean. a tough I know what you mean. one. It's not like a broken arm. I know what you mean. I just think like he's gonna be it's gonna be tough to unload that guy. Cassian's a good one. That's a good one. I might I put any, Jujar draft,
1: there. Like late then... round draft picks up, you'll be willing to part with that. I really don't want to trade any of our first or second rounds that we have right now. Like would you trade would you trade the first round pick this year? It's like it's fourteenth overall or something.
0: Mm depends. Depends if, uh, you know, what they say. If it's like, it depends if I thought I could get something that would help the hockey team right away. Maybe
1: like uh, the maybe, a, maybe a draft day trade. Those are always exciting. That's how. Uh, that's how Vancouver ended up with Horvat. They traded Schneider on on the draft floor. They like paused the draft to announce it, and then Vancouver went up and uh, drafted Horvat. Yeah. So in that way, we probably don't want to see that trade <laughs> because it means you know, where, where's Schneider right now? Is, is Corey Schneider still playing? Uh, he's, or did he, he go back into sausage making? I think he's he, back making luncheon mates. If it's if it's good enough for my locker room, it's good enough for your table.
0: <laughs> That's a good impression of the uh, Schneider's guy, I think. I don't really remember <laughs> I, what he sounds like. but
1: I like good. the character. I like playing this character a lot. I should, I want to get into voice acting or something or yeah, voice. Yeah, you should. I should think. Yeah. He's mellifluous. Yeah. Don't do that one though. No, I won't do that one. That one's that one's cut.
0: Yeah. Um that just sounds like you talking much, much higher and not really like it's not very clean sounding.
1: Hmm. See this is the kind of feedback I need. Maybe you should be my my, my vocal career. You got
0: it. You got yeah? it. Yeah. I've been waiting for you to ask. So you have reasoning. seven
1: point five percent though, instead of the usual ten, since I proposed it though. That's fine. All right, word. We'll um, it, get the demo reel going.
0: You know, if I what about if I mean if we could get a starting goalie for giving up like a 50, a fifteenth overall pick, I'd think about doing that.
1: Oh fuck yeah, but there's no way that happens.
0: Yeah I know. I guess I mean I don't know.
1: Sure. It's like it's the uh, the only thing that Kenny Holland can really do is. Move around, move, make move small pieces around the margins. Sign really cheap free agents.
0: Well, why the and hell? Bar, the-
1: and barring that, barring that, he has to wheel like a major, major move. You know? There's this? gonna have to be like three. There's gonna have to be three, like roster players involved. How about this
0: move? How about this move? Uh, Kenny does a Zoom call with Coach Tippy, and he's like, "Coach Tippy, I need you to make me a promise." And Coach Tippy's like, "What is it, Kenny?" And Kenny's like, "Coach, Coach Tippy." T- Coach Tippy, I need you to promise me that you keep the second line together. And then Coach Tippy's like, okay, I promise. And then that's the move.
1: (laughs) That's a good move. That's a great move, huh? That's a good move. That's a good move. Yeah, that's my move, actually. That might be my move, too. How did I tell you that? No, I told you that one when we were working on the car in the garage. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. You did. I didn't know it was you because I was underneath the car doing yeah. something with the brakes.
1: Well, plus, like, you know, and I heard someone. I heard someone talking, talking, about talking all, to all the time.
0: Me. Yeah. Someone was like, "Hey, what about this move?" And they repeated what I just said, and I was very, like, "Yeah, that's a good move," but I didn't think it was you. And then telling the story back. It turns out it was you. Lesson learned. Yes, don't. Uh, if you hear something while you're underneath a car fixing its brakes, don't just think you can go around. Retelling that story as if it's your own story, because chances are you'll eventually run into the person who actually told the story while you were under the car. And then, let me tell you, brother, you'll be red in the face. You'll no feel kidding. like a you'll feel like a real ass.
1: Um, that's good advice for the kids. Um, why don't we Why don't we go ahead and start the wind down procedure? Uh, number one, though, what do you think?
0: That's a good idea. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so we've got uh we've got kind of I think we should be I think our philosophy for this summer, our plans for the summer, besides, you know, sunshine and prancing about and and various personal projects. Um uh-huh. it's just just keep it loose, keep it fun, you know, have some guests on, maybe get some new guests on that we've talked about. Yeah. Um, Some comedians, you know, maybe even get a player at some point. We've never we still haven't had a hockey player on the podcast. What's that about?
0: I used to play hockey.
1: That's true. But I mean, like,
0: a what hockey do you mean? Player.
1: I mean, What's... a hockey player. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh,
0: yeah. oh, oh, I see. Uh,
1: someone someone player. who's someone whose nickname wasn't mouthy, <laughs> <laughs> although that is the best nickname ever. Um, I also wanted to point out that the the intro and outro music is by uh, is a song called Love Talkin' by Tatsuro Yamashita, who is really like if Stevie Wonder was also Jimi Hendrix, I think a little bit. Whoa, wow!
0: I'm gonna have to like he's got,
1: that. or at least he borrow he has a little bit of both. You know, you're gonna hear a wicked guitar solo. You're also gonna hear amazing arrangements and vocal harmonizations. It's, uh, it's a beautiful cool. world. It's a beautiful world. Did I say his name right? Yamashita Tatsuro. I totally didn't say it right at all. Sorry. Or uh, gome, gome, gomenaseite. Uh, anything else going on there, Big Pappy?
0: What's the score in that uh, Vancouver Canucks game? Do
1: you know? I, I totally, I totally forgot. I went into a better place. Uh, that's interesting.
0: Two nothing? Two one? Hold on. Wait
1: a minute. I got it. 1-1. 1-1. 1-1 is like such a hockey score. I mean, it's a very much a, a football score as well. Or no, no, score. it's not. It's oh, very it's much football. a hockey score, though. Like 1-1. One, one. What's the difference between 0-0? Zero, zero, like philosophically speaking here for a second. Oh, okay. What's the difference between 0-0 zero, zero and 1-1 one, one as, like as numerical constellations in a hockey game?
0: Well, I think when it's one-one,
1: both team knows that the other team isn't perfect. When it's zero-zero,
0: there's still perfection is still involved. Like you, you, Mm. you, both teams are are perfect. I couldn't have said
1: it better myself. Yeah, they they both engaged with each other enough to realize that that neither is perfect. Yeah, and the game has begun truly in that in that sense. Yes. Mm. It's a beautiful thing, High Priest of Oiler's Magic. Hey. Hey, well good talking to you, bro. Um, <laughs> let's uh let's stay in touch. Uh let's uh let's make sure we read the signs and hey, you know, keep our minds open.
0: There's also some merch is coming, trust me. We're working on it.
1: Well once. you know, I think Anchor is is uh knows that we were talking about it, so let's not talk about it.
0: Oh really? What? We can't talk about it? If it's Well on maybe Anchor? we can probably talk
1: about it. I don't know. Well we have oh, to cut okay. them in, right? I mean, they've been putting up, they've been posting this podcast for free for like three quarters of a year. So,
0: who? Anchor? Yeah. Hmm.
1: That's how it works.
0: We, okay.
1: Is there merch coming soon, though? That's exciting.
0: Yeah, there is. Well, the guy's working on it. He was out of town at, uh, over the weekend, but he's been, he's working on it.
1: That's we'll fucking see. sweet. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. more.
0: Yeah, it's um, going to be incredible.
1: I'm really excited to see that stuff. Cause honestly, I think we could have like some of the best oilers shirts out there and shit you know
0: well i'm telling you if this dude's behind him
1: uh, he's great gonna, oh he's, he's super talented
0: yeah they're gonna be
1: incredible something
0: you'd be proud to wear
1: you know what i was thinking would make a good uh a good uh t-shirt was uh, was your bit about how tuesday was ablution's day but that to to change the the time of the ablutions, you'd have to revise so much sacred text. You just you know he just decided to do it do it anyways. Do it on Tuesdays, normal. Because <laughs> uh, who wants to revise like tomes of sacred text? Like what a nightmare! Oh my gosh! Yeah, you know I had to do, Truly. like what, it's like fuck, man. Can yeah. you imagine? I can't. Um, I know you can. Well, why would, uh, see, again, just like a useless cliche. I did it here.
0: once. I did it once when I had to go back and revise sacred texts.
1: Never again. Never again.
0: I was about three days in, and I said to myself, you know, I put down the quill, and I said to myself, you know what? Holy smokes, never again. And I dig I got, it, bro. Then I got back to work. Two days later, they were all revised. I was on easy street, but let me tell you, never again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Okay. Sounds good, bro. I'll, okay. uh, I'll catch you manana.
0: <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.